Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel! current core uh, of people so here we are back together tired some of us and 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 raring to go tired and raring to go that's me i was up late last night finishing and then beating a game yeah that's cool i finished which game kingdom hearts chain of memories for the ps4 which is the 3d version of the 2d game that came out for game boy advance Ooh. uh it also came out for ps2 yes that's the one that I beat. This is the PS4 version. This is the the remake of it. Oh, did you beat this game? Yeah. I didn't know that. And for the PS2. I found it hard. I found it a hard game. I played it in uh, beginner mode because I didn't want to spend forever playing it. And even then, <laughs> even then, I, f I wiped on that last boss so many times. And it's a two-phaser with no checkpoint in between. So I had to, had to re-beat the first phase over and over again. The first phase got easy. And then the second phase, oh, man. Uh, so I finished that at like 4 in the morning. <laughs> So not too long ago, but I beat it. I did it. Yeah. Stayed up till four. Yeah. Oh man. I didn't want to go to bed without beating it because I feel I felt like, uh, well, it was one of those things too. It's like, all right, one more try twice. Oh okay. And I I meant one more try the last time, but then I beat it, so it was it was okay. good. It has this annoying move. I hate. All right, here's a mini discussion already. I hate when final boss have an instant death move. This is old school RPGs because I don't think games do that as much anymore. I don't know. I, I don't encounter as much in the in games I play. But like old games, like old Final Fantasy games, old Square games, would always have like a boss. It might have like a countdown timer. If you don't do the right thing quickly enough, you're dead, automatically dead. And this one had one of those those going on. So I actually died. I think most of the wipes I had were not having enough cards to 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 uh, counter that instant death attack, and then it killed me. So, but I did it, I did it this time. You gotta use those mega elixir cards, man. They those there's that's where it's at. Let that be a, a life lesson, everyone. You have a mega elixir with you at all times. They'll, at they'll, all times? Yeah, they'll save you. Um, I don't know if this was if this is a habit that you guys have when you're playing games, but I always save big items like that and I never use them. I yeah. never end up using them. That's the same with me. Because I'm always like, Oh, Might I have it. to wait until this super important moment that yep. I'm getting my butt kicked and that's right. I'll need this. You never know when you need it. Yeah, and then you just never end up using it. In the same way. In the same way, Shelby. You and I, we we understand. We both we both get it. Really, really cool people. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I beat that, and I also beat God of War for PS4. The uh, the music for that's so good. Game. I was listening to it at work the other day, but I'd like to play it eventually. It's a solid 9.5. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm hesitant to give anything a 10, so it's like a, it's basically a 10. That game is great. What a, what a, what a fantastic game. Uh, I, I think everybody should play it. Give it a go. For a game that's very story heavy, it's not—it's not really intrusive. Like, 
It's just, uh, I guess they did, okay, so I didn't read up on this, I just had friends telling me about it, and maybe one of you have heard about it, but apparently they did something with the game that hasn't really been done before, and that's that the game follows its Kratos perspective constantly. Cutscenes, loading, everything, it's always be, always focused on him, so it's like one long shot. And like when he, they suggested that, they were like, yeah, that's not going to happen, this is insane or whatever. And then they did it, and then I think like some of the engineers or whatever apologized because it wound up being really cool, and it is really cool. Uh, but it was like a, it was a neat little feat that they pulled off, and and like people, myself included, I have played some God of War in the past. I, I like the series, but I wouldn't say I was a massive fan. But it, it always felt like like a like a I don't know like a Michael Bay blockbuster movie. Like you go in for explosions or, yeah. or boom booms and don't worry about character development. It never felt very uh, driven, like character driven. It just yeah, not at all. And uh, Megan had made the point too that it uh, really matured, just the storytelling. That's what I was was, was leading oh, to. Okay. It, it has. It, yeah, it's like Sorry. <laughs> it's been like no, no. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's you're right though. That's that's exactly it. Like it it's it feels like so before when it was like a basic mindless popcorn flick, you know. It's it's become like this thoughtful movie. It's like if like directors changed hands. I don't think they did. I think they just said that the team matured as as they got older. They decided to grow up the series with it, and they really incorporate the Norse mythology well with, with like the, the Greek mythology is not overbearing in this one, but they're you know it's still acknowledged that it exists. So trying to bring regions of pantheons together is, is an interesting endeavor, I think. But I think they did a really good job. Very interesting. Source material. I, I think it's really cool. It was fun. Brutal, brutal game though. Damn. Yeah. I I, I hope other people. I, I say, if you ever get a PS4, there's so many games for you to try out. Looking forward to that. <laughs> you just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta buy one. Any yeah. any time now, Seiji. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you can you happen. can buy Seiji a PS4, and you can buy me a Switch. Oh man, you guys just yeah, I'm just rolling yeah. in that dough. All yeah. right, I'll get you guys. Uh, rolling in that cash. Get you guys. Man. The systems that you both clearly need. Yep. You both together, you have what you both <laughs> <I> have. <know. laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. And yeah, so those are, those are the games I'm playing right now. Oh, oh, I also finished Detective Pikachu, actually. Oh, finally. Oh, and how was that? <sighs> How do I feel about that game? So first of all, I think the story, so apparently Legendary, which was like a, what, a Hollywood uh, company, is doing a film adaptation of it. So I think that Technically, this movie would adapt to a film really well. I don't really trust North American, or no, I don't trust any studio to do a good job adapting a game at this point. But maybe I'll be surprised. But the story itself would work really well as a as a two hour movie. I think uh, it's it's like you don't need to know a lot to enjoy it. I love the art style of the game. Uh, the gameplay is is really simple, so like kids can probably would probably enjoy it as much as anyone else. But but the game it's like it's like a really charming game. You know, you're you you go from chapter to chapter. And you're basically in an area, and then you have to investigate by talking to people and, and looking for clues, and you have to put them together, and that's basically it. Pokemon trainers don't seem to be in this region. They're just usually a partner, so you have one Pokemon who's usually partnered with one person, and, and they, like, they're integrated into the world really well. So like, like one, one good example is um, there's this news network, and the Yanma uh, are, are all trained to have, operate cameras, so, they're, so that Yan, Yanma have... Oops. Sorry. So the Yama have um, cameras, they hold cameras and they're basically flying around the scene and they get like, they're, they have like a, a, 
I won't say trainer is not right. They're, they're partners, like an operator. So he's like, you know, move to the left or whatever. And the Yama will do that. So, so they have like interesting camera angles and stuff. So that's kind of how the Pokemon is integrated into the new studio. And they like they have that for like every part of life. It's really interesting. Uh, What kind of game is it? It's a... Hmm. So I'm trying to think. Adventure game, maybe? Because you're like, you have your character that you're controlling and moving around in an area. So they have 3D movement. You can move depth depth wise uh, okay. but but you have to talk to characters and sometimes new dialogue options will open up after certain events happen and then you're looking for clues and there's like tiny little mini games here and there and then at the end usually you have to like all right so why do you think this is the case and then you have to choose from your list of options like from testimonies and stuff and put it together the, the thing is there's no fail condition so it's kind of like phoenix right in a lot of ways where you have to you, know, you choose the right items and stuff but there's no like game over you, you just keep trying until you get it Sometimes in Phoenix, right? Like you have a certain amount of times that you can try things most of the time, uh, usually five times and then that's it. Uh, and then yeah. you get game over or guilty in this case. But um, there are certain spots where they will just let you try forever. I don't know what I, what I prefer, to be honest, because in a game like Phoenix, right, which opposed to this Tech Pikachu, because it's not because the Tech Pikachu thing is just it's pretty quick. But Phoenix, right? Like sometimes if you're towards the end of, end of a after a checkpoint, at least in the first two games, and you fuck up, going through all that again, all that text again is a pain in the ass. That's why they have fast forward. So then, what's the point at that point? Like then you're what you're just fast forwarding it, so you still it still becomes a little bit of a chore. But at the same time, I like fail conditions. Just being able to simply retry over and over again isn't very fun either. So I have no solution. I don't like either. These three games that you mentioned, you've played recently or since like we last recorded? I just I just finished uh, Pikachu last week. I finished all three of those last week, actually. Yeah. Well, like Kingdom Hearts last night. Well, I'd started Kingdom Hearts uh, Chain of Memories and stopped to play God of War. So when I came back to it, I had like 10, 12 hours left and then I beat it. Uh, so I'm not, I'm, there's a second mode for Chain of Memories. I'm not going to play it anytime soon, though. I'm going to play uh, Yakuza uh, 1 Kiwami. Because Yakuza's the best. Very, 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 very excited. Because Yakuza is awesome. Um, yeah, so what about you guys? What have you been playing? Anything? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Shelby's <laughs> given up on games. She's no longer I, I haven't given up. I'm just, I'm just doing other things. I got uh, into the artist alley, so I'm working on working on art things. It's going to be a real good time. I hope, I hope someday you find your passion for games again. Yeah, me too. That'd be really nice. <laughs> I, I got. Oh no! I got you know here. what though? What? I have been replaying the uh, the first case in the third Phoenix Wright game. Just because it's uh, I'm just trying to refresh myself because uh, it's the well, it's not the game for uh, CC Portable, but the first Phoenix Wright is, uh, which is pretty cool. So yeah, it is pretty cool. Are you gonna? Be, I was say, are you gonna be on that one? Yeah. Uh, I thought, I I'd resigned myself to not being on it because I was like, oh, he probably has a guest already. And then yeah. out of nowhere, they were just like, hey, you want to be on this show? Oh, you oh, didn't. You didn't even goodness. like knock on the door. They knocked no, on your I door. No, I didn't do anything, oh, which wow. means I probably talk about you probably, Phoenix right a lot. Probably, like you hear the quiver in your voice. You're like, <laughs> you're yeah. like they thought you were gonna cry if you weren't on it, so they yeah. felt like they had to invite you. Yeah. Pretty pretty sad. Emotional manipulation and blackmail to get what you want. Classic, <laughs> classic Shelby move. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. 100%. Yeah, uh, um, you also received the gift. I did a friend, did. a friend gift, <laughs> a friendship celebration gift. 
Yeah, uh, so those Rob got me uh, the Uncharted uh, collection, so That's I right. have to bring his back now. <laughs> 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 uh, which, you know, it's funny, though, is that when you texted me, he's like, oh, I got you a game. And my first thing was, why did you do that? Uh, it's because it's, uh, there's a thing with, with our group of friends here that we find it really hard to accept gifts sometimes. Uh, but I did say thank you. You did. I'm a really nice person. And, you know, it was, it was 10 bucks. So yeah. not, it wasn't <laughs> like it was breaking my bank here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, so now she least. owns owns the, the, the three Phoenix Wright. So now, Seiji, you buy yeah. yourself a PS4, I'll, I'll buy you that game, too. There. And you can there also you also play Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fun. So how about you, Seiji? What have you been playing? Besides, well, I guess Phoenix Wright, right? Yesterday, I finished Trials and Tribulations, which is the third one. Yes. Now I'm done with the original trilogy, mm-hmm. which is a big deal because I think that the series was originally planned to be just a trilogy. The third game certainly felt like that, like they, they go all out on that one. It's quite long, I feel. I mean, compared to the first two. Oh boy. But it's good. It's it's really, really good. Uh, I, I was saying yesterday that it's hard to damage, and I, I won't reveal that just in case we um, we do it in the future. Yeah. Uh, but the series as a whole, I mean, uh, up to this point, uh, ever since I did this bonus BB episode with uh, B2, in which we reviewed uh, this indie game, and, and I said there that I would give no damage to that particular game because I feel that I could recommend that game to everyone. And by that, I mean to, like, normies and gamers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fucking normies. But I... But I don't know if I would recommend like the Ace Attorney series to non-gamers because there's a kind of like a high barrier of entry, which is something that I'm now considering when I'm thinking about damage. Like, would I recommend this game to normies? <laughs> See, I wouldn't recommend many games to, to quote unquote normies in general because they don't play games. Right. So I don't really yeah. I don't really factor that in. Yeah, but then you play this game that you feel that you can recommend to everyone because it is so accessible so you know that this type of game exists and when that comes in you know into your universe when it's loaded into your universe now it's it seems like it's part of that evaluation process so i finished that and i also you know i played this game called florence uh for mobile this is uh was actually a recommendation from our last guest uh josh from frantic thoughts and i loved it so i actually reviewed and put this episode out and that's been for the most part that's all that, that i've been doing in gaming i actually started apollo justice yesterday <gasps> you know i gotta say i'm kind of surprised uh, awesome. I've, I've i forgot for a second when i was trying to remember uh, i'm kind of surprised to see you, you, you get so much into phoenix right because it seems pretty te- it's pretty text heavy it's like a, a giant cutscene that you sometimes do button prompts to i don't uh I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you're you're into Uh-oh. it. I'm happy you're into it. It's a great series. I'm, I I feel like your your gaming uh, tastes have, ex- have have grown over the last couple of years. I mean, I know mine has. I've, my opinion on games in general have changed greatly. I think you're correct. Uh, but mm, I try to remain consistent at least in the way I perceive these games. So in my mind, it's not like they're uh, disruptive of gameplay. In in the case of of the Phoenix Wright series, um, that's a whole game, right? 
Mm. It's not like playing, you know, some platformer or some action adventure game, and then all of a sudden you have to like not play. The same thing happens with uh, visual novels, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is the game. That's what you're doing. That is the main thing. You're just going through the text. Uh, the main difference in here is that what you're reading is it's relevant to what you're doing, right? So if you miss a piece of text, well, you, you you're gonna have to go back and read it again because you needed to make uh, those decisions. Whether when something is strictly story or narrative based and it's so so removed from the main gameplay that you can just ignore it and play the game, then I have a problem with that. Right? When it's not interwoven with what you're actually like doing. So in this case, I feel okay. Okay. And Florence is pretty much like that too. Uh, Florence was a very, very paused experience. Uh, but again, in that, in that game, story and gameplay are together. So that's fine with me. And the reason I got into the series so much is because it goes really well with, with my lifestyle. It's something that I can that I can just, you know, turn on uh, my, my DSi, which is what I'm using to play it. And I just leave it there and I play a little bit of it and then I just close it. And I have to be super um, intensely involved. You know what I mean? Yes. It's very casual, so I feel like it goes well. That's why I've been able to play it as opposed to other types of games. So I don't know if that makes any sense. And I like um, commenting about it with Shelby, so that's that's good. It is always fun to get no like a Seiji update and just seeing where he is and, and just his thoughts. It's, oh, it's a good time. Do you like the series? Have you played Have you played any of the any oh of the Phoenix Wright games? Did yeah, this Rob again. <laughs> I wish that you already played it, Rob. Because me too, man. I played at the at my lunch breaks, right? Yeah. So for the most part, that's where I'm like at least an hour a day I'm playing or 45 minutes or whatever. Play the game while I'm eating lunch. And then I like encounter something super frustrating or something that I feel is it's cool. And I just go like, ah, this makes no sense. And it's fun to get the uh, to get those thoughts out. I would, I would <laughs> like to, to uh, I mean, I got to play it at some point time, time soon, at least once a year. So, you know, maybe I'll maybe after I finish this ease game. I'll I'll play that as my portable. I I started play, I started playing the E's. You know P two P two's like favorite series is the E's series, which is spelled Y S. And uh, I started the E's Origins on my Vita. Um, if I if we if we may, I'd like to go to uh, uh, movie, movie corner. Because Shelby and I watch uh, movies together a lot because we're yep. friends. Friends watch movies together. Yep, that's what they do. You so stop stop fucking judging us. <laughs> so we saw three movies in the theater this month, and then there's one series I'd like to mention. But what was the first movie we watched? The first movie we watched this month was A Quiet Place. Yeah, John. That was er, a sorry, good movie. Jim really from The Office's movie. John Krasinski. <laughs> no, I like I like Jim from The Office's movie. Yeah, he stars yeah. in it. I think he produces it. Uh, he directed it, I thought. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, you're right. Of course, he directed it. It makes more sense. Uh, anyways, so yeah, it's it's a horror movie, which which is primarily what we watch because uh, my partner does not like horror movies. She, she's not a fan of them, but Shelby and I like them, so we we watch horror movies. And um, well, well, how do we? Okay, so I guess we should explain. Why do you explain the Quiet Place? All right. So I don't know if it's uh, something like. Uh, either monsters just appeared or aliens or something uh, and they don't really delve into that like lore I guess you just kind of see snippets of it here and there that kind of 
uh, I guess, help uh, with the narrative of what's happening. But it's like these monsters who are blind, but they can hear very, very well. Uh, and I guess at this point, the the Earth has just turned into kind of like this weird, like apocalyptic. I, I don't want to say wasteland because there's still like it's still livable I guess but everyone has to be super super quiet because if not then the monster is going to hear you and then they can freaking echolocate you and kill you yeah super rude um, so yeah it's pretty spooky um, it, it was it was pretty spooky it was a lot of fun yeah and you can see like there's sometimes you'll see like a, a newspaper blow by or just like something up on a wall that talks about uh what not to do like obviously don't make noise in the movie you see them putting sand uh on the ground on the paths that they're walking on uh because it makes uh less noise some of it is um, some of it is silly though like there's some of it's a little on your nose like there's like in the background it's yeah. like what are their weaknesses and it's all circle yeah. and shit <laughs> and obviously we won't do any spoilers but there's a, it's, it's, it's a semi-decent yeah. like twist or satisfying ending and Character development is pretty fun, and like one of the best pregnancy themes scenes in any movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it was really cool. Like I can't say I have a list of favorite pregnancy scenes or birth (laughs) birth giving scenes, but this one was like, wow, that's pretty fucking. That that was some tense ass stuff. Yeah. Whoo! Emily Blunt's great, and that's uh, John Krasinski's real life, real life wife. That's right. Now compare that to the other movie we saw, Truth or Dare. So we saw this trailer. At some movie, we were like, "Wow!" I think okay. for a quiet place, it could have oh, been. Which, by the way, when we were watching a quiet place, there were like three like tweens <laughs> a few seats down from us who would not shut up. Yeah, and it was like everyone in the theater was trying so so hard to just kind of keep the atmosphere of that movie going because like, the first nobody talking. Yeah, the first half of that movie is like there's oh. like no music, yes, yeah. muted sounds, and like no talking. So you're like, mm-hmm. it's a heavily atmospheric movie. You're really movie. into it. And you don't want to yeah. do anything because you know if you make noise, people in the theater are going to be like, oh my god, okay, what's this hell? fucker doing? But we had yeah. these three these three dumbass kids a few seats yeah. down from Shelby who just kept giggling and talking and getting up and leaving. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, I just, I wish a meteor would hit just that, those seats. <laughs> I was so annoyed by it. But, I, you know, because of society, yeah. you don't want to say anything. I don't want to say, can you shut up? But, yeah. well, I mean, Somebody I wanted to. eventually turn around and do that, though. Which was which was good. They're yeah. better people. But anyway, than we saw the the trailer for Truth or Dare. I think when we went, it was either when we went to go see the second Pacific Rim movie. Yeah, that's probably we it. Saw a Quiet Place, but yeah. Truth or Dare. First of all, look at the trailer because we can't. Yeah. We'll describe it to you, but you, you can't do the justice of how bad the CG smiles are. But basically, yeah. they took the game Truth or Dare and made a horror movie out of it. So it is literally based off that childhood game, you know, Truth or yeah. Dare. Uh, but like, if you if you don't it's it's dumb the movie cheats but basically these these demons or whatever are they they possess them and they're like you have to answer you have to answer truth or dare after every second truth you have to do dare because people are like well we're just gonna keep doing truth and fuck it uh a lot of times the dares ended up in in people dying also that's the thing if you refuse to do either thing you you die die. yeah yeah so you have to do it and 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 it cheats in its own universe it's already badly written there but but like yeah. the the worst first part, the worst slash best part of that film, is just these. De- so when they're about to, when it's their turn, they, the the mm-hmm. demons start like possessing people or or overwriting what they look like. So they, and they have these CG smiles. These yeah. are like the dumbest fucking smiles I've ever seen. It's incredible. I can't yeah. do it justice. Even if you don't want to watch the trailer, which I don't know why you wouldn't. It's really funny. But if you don't want to watch the trailer, throw just look put up Truth or Dare's smile or something, and you're yeah. gonna see it's hilarious. 
also, uh, Rob said he he wouldn't do it justice explaining it, but he does do it justice in real life because he does do that creep face. Sometimes. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah. Another funny thing we noticed is that we went to the theater. It was me, Shelby, and my other adult friend. Oh yeah, this is. Yeah. And we're like, oh, and we're like, so it was like on Thursday. This is the night the Avenger, the second Avenger starts playing, and we're like, let's go see Truth or Dare. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last night it was playing. And we knew we had to see it. Yeah. So we we're like, thought we'd have the theater yeah. all to ourselves. This would be great. So this would be watching horror movies at my, at my place like normal. Uh, but it, but it wasn't. There was like a good dozen, maybe fifteen people there. But they all had yeah. one thing in common that wasn't that I didn't have in common with them, and that yeah. they were all <laughs> teenagers. They're yeah, all they girls. Were all, 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 all <laughs> I was the only dude in the whole place, and the only one over yeah. over thirty. It was yeah. really funny. And the best part though is that us three were the most obnoxious people there. Oh yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> it was like it was cathartic because we was like getting revenge for the quiet place because we would not shut up. We kept laughing the entire time because it was so funny. Other people were laughing too though. Eventually, like, when, yeah. When stupid things did happen, people like eventually people were just like this movie. Well, I mean, going into it, you must think this movie would be the dumbest thing anyway. But I think some of them thought I'm it was scared. going to be a serious thing. Yeah. But eventually, the whole theater just didn't care anymore, and everyone was laughing laughing and making jokes and just like <laughs> it was fun yeah, I, I had a blast fun. watching it which mm-hmm. which uh which compared to the other movie we saw which was avengers infinity war yeah uh which we'll, we'll try not to include any spoilers for but uh what did you, I, I i thought avengers the third Avengers was amazing incredible yeah, I mean, I, 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 what a what a cinematic feat oh that sounded sarcastic what what a what a cinematic feat eight 18 movies over 10 years all leading up to this kind of thing this it's, it's amazing. It's like no other. This has never been done before. This is an incredible juggernaut that they've created, and frankly, I love it. But myself as a child, who who especially will be obvious when we get to our our comic or our our topic, I fucking love superheroes, especially Spider Man. And I never could have imagined this as a kid. Like my dream was just to get like a shitty Spider Man movie when I was in you know 1995, and here we are, over 20 or 15 years later. And we get this fucking amazing uh, movie it's a franchise. It's uh, B- B- D-listers are getting their own movies and making it work. Like I don't know how they've managed to to get this working the way they have, but I don't know. Do you do you like any of the Marvel movies, Seiji? Um. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, I, the other day I was looking at the Wikipedia article for the Marvel un- Marvel Cinematic Universe because mm. I thought I'm I don't think I'm a such I'm such a big fan of, of it. And then I was looking at the list, like a table, and I was like, yeah, I've seen all of these. <laughs> <laughs> except except for um, all the newest one and, and Black Panther, which I fixed that. Oh, you saw Black, saw Panther? Black Panther? Black um, Panther, yeah, on Friday I saw Did it. Did you like it? Um, I, I felt the same thing that I've been feeling with most of these uh, uh, comic book movies. I, I felt that it was okay like it was good i didn't see any like particular flaws but maybe it's like uh fatigue or something like that i felt it was kind of boring uh the first half of it i was really entertained i was really into it and i was like this is a lion king (laughs) and uh, and i don't know the the characters started doing uh some stuff that i think the plot needed and not exactly what they what i thought they would do uh um, i don't know it it felt kind of predictable and uh, but only just like the second around the second half i was like ah oh, this is not so entertaining and <laughs> that's it yeah i i quite enjoyed black panther it's doing 
really well, which is pretty cool. Like oh that 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 part is it's fine that the fact that these movies are are doing well that's fine. Some some directors aren't a fan. Like Steven Spielberg seems like he's complaining a lot about superhero movies. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's only because it they're it's sort of a they're so ubiquitous now. Yeah. In in. I mean, superhero movies were a joke in the '90s, and now they're they're like part of the regular culture. Everybody expects. Every every year, you have people yeah. looking forward to, to a superhero movie. I mean, mostly Marvel, to be honest, because the DC movies maybe people have hype for, but I think that hype is almost run out. I think people just expect shitty movies now. Yeah, like Wonder Woman. Well, that one was okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and one other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, oh, actually, Shelby, did you like Infinity War? Uh, I did. I'm still processing it. Uh, and not for like any any reasons people think because there's obviously a, a lot of shenanigans that happen uh, but um yeah I'm still I'm still thinking about it okay. uh my my feeling is that I did like it mm-hmm. uh but yeah there's uh there's a lot going on so so uh, we we've been watching a show like so every week we get together with other friends and we watch uh, oh. some anime and stuff but I think I know where this yo, is you going. know where it's going and <laughs> each one of us of the core people who started it, pick mm-hmm. one anime or show to watch. So, Megan picks Steven Universe. We're watching Gurren Lagann and uh, and um, Gundam Build Fighters. And I and I I've, I chose a show that I had watched for five years or so. And I chose Gokaiger, which was the Gokaiger. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I get super hyped for. Uh, it's yeah. awesome. And anyways, it's a one of the Japanese Sentai shows, which is, of course, where the Power Rangers came from. This one, this one, our English equivalent was Megaforce, which I have not watched. But uh, the Japanese one is, is, this is like the 30th anniversary. So it was a series where the Rangers, the Sentai, are all pirates. They're pirate-themed. And basically, they, they have access to every all the previous Sentais that, that have existed. So they basically can morph into any any other the older costumes. And they sometimes meet older people who older rangers who no longer have their abilities but they like get new power-ups from talking to them and shit it's so goofy and all so much fun and there's super attacks and transformations yeah. and robots and monsters it's the best yeah. it's like, and you know what, what? the last episode though, that we watched yeah. was like super throwback because i'd seen the um it was like a focus on spd uh which it, that's it's spd in both uh English and Japanese, yeah. uh, but I had watched all of the English uh, SPD, and yesterday we had seen uh, Doggy Cougar, who's like the boss of like the <laughs> SPD, uh, in Gokaiger yesterday, and he looks different in the English one, but it's still, it's the same character, uh, or whatever, and I like flipped out. I lost my shit. It was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah. The only person I've enjoyed watching Gokaiger with as much is my other really good friend, Greg, uh, but Shelby is, 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 is just as hype, maybe even more hyped. Then Greg. Greg needs to bring his A game if he wants to watch <laughs> Go Kiders me in the future. It's so fun. Man, what a blast. Great, great Good show. Times, man. Yeah. Love it. Would recommend. No damage for Go Kaiger. I recommend it to everybody. No damage. Yeah. Yep. So uh we can go on topic now if you want. What do you guys think? Got more game stuff you want to talk about? It's not related to the game stuff we're going to talk about. Oh, I did. Uh, oh, but it's already it's already uh you know what? I'll just move that down the list to whenever we need to have non-topic conversations. Cause I have a huge list of just things like I'm getting old and dying or I play too oh, many okay. games 
uh <laughs> i got like a I lot a of tiny things oh too. yeah please by all means yeah and it's something that i did ask my my bosses if i could talk about it oh, okay. said it was a-okay oh wait, here we go uh so i have the uh a credit in the special thanks section Woo. of the minecraft 3ds version nice for the stupidest reason and i'm i'm not like it's it's really really dumb it's okay. literally uh and i can't go into specifics about what exactly i did yeah but uh what'd you do I, well, I can say that I I I I, uh, I resized something. Oh my god! And that's all I did. So if you're looking at <laughs> uh, game credits and you see things go by and you see a huge special special thanks section, that's for all 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 stuff like that, like little things. Like cats. You know, like maybe there's somebody who like uh, 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 bought bought you supper and they weren't part of the dev team, <laughs> but you're like, this person's great. So you want to friggin' shove their name in the credits because if had they not fed you uh, dinner that day, maybe yeah. you would have died and you would have stopped working on the game because you'd be dead. Is that uh, what you so did? that's what special thanks section is for because you didn't do work enough that you got into like where the development <laughs> section is, but you did work enough that you got into special thanks. So yeah, I like to give a special thanks to Shelby. She's part. Yeah, she so. has to get a good full credit for bonus pair. <laughs> <laughs> next uh, <laughs> next time you play the 3ds version and you update it. Uh, whenever that comes out, mm. uh, my name will be in there. How popping <laughs> is that game doing? Do you think a lot of people are playing 3DS Minecraft? Uh, you know, I don't know. I wonder. It's a good question. I wonder how much that's sold. Good question. It's a weird. I guess kids probably. Kids love Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. They love their Minecraft, right, Seiji? Yes. Yes, they do. I'm gonna I'm gonna craft a transition. Oh. <laughs> to the topic. <laughs> Up next topic. <laughs> Uh, this this week's topic, a little bit of a mess. It was supposed to be Kingdom Hearts, I think, this week. Uh, but we, we shunted that up for later later Z's. Um, and then we're like, oh, there's a lot of games. Let's play so let's play some non-games for, for a bit so we can recharge and and also take the time to play those longer games. Uh, so I, I came up with a topic. Uh, or actually, maybe it was Seiji you, you came up with this. I don't think I came up with this topic. I think I embraced the topic. Someone else maybe came up with it. Who cares? Bonus Barrels topic. This week is games you haven't really played since you were a kid. So maybe you picked it up once or twice a few years ago. So I'll let that pass. But in general, games you haven't really sunk your teeth into since you were a wee child. Um, I have a, I have a few, but since I already started the introduction and Sage hasn't talked them as much in the last little while, why don't you tell us a game or, or so of one you haven't played since you were a kid? Yeah. So my list of games. They left an impression because I played them so much, and then I haven't played them for a long, long time. And the first game that I that I remember that I played a lot, and then I kind of like forgot about it, and I actually remembered when I was thinking about making this list, it's an NES game that I remember. You see, my father, he he's a dentist, and I grew up at a at his office, and in order to keep me entertained, they 
uh, he had an NES at the office. And that's what I played after going to like kindergarten or whatever. And I'll, I'll go back right. to the my dad's um, office and I'll play games there. And I, I don't know exactly how, but uh, because most of what I played was Mario and stuff like that. And those games I played uh, regularly over the years. Yeah. But there was this game about like it's a top down view and mm-hmm. you're you're driving like a little jeep and it's and it's shooting like bullets but it's like <laughs> like like ping pong balls that is that is shooting if I remember correctly. And this game, uh, I, I looked it up and it's called Jackal. Was, I think I played this before too. It was released in nineteen eighty six. Um never heard of it but that is that surprising to no your child yeah it's uh it was made by uh, konami what i remember really well was the music most uh than anything in level one because i probably just played level one because it was uh kind of hard maybe so it was released by, by konami i looked at the music and i don't know i was starting to get really nostalgic about it and and yeah, I mean, if, if you haven't played it, uh, I saw videos about it, and it seemed like it was an okay game, but some of these games, I, I, I'm i hesitant to play them again just because I have this memory that I don't, don't want to shatter, and it, <laughs> it, it has happened over the years where I have like a really good memory about a game, and then I played it, and it's like terrible. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Jackal. Nice. I guess there's a remake, or there was, or something, maybe? just looking at pictures right now i don't know if it's the same game or not but it, this one looks more like a war game i guess it is a war game yeah and you're you're rescuing uh like uh, pow's oh, okay it's originally uh, an arcade game then it got ported to the NES. The, the one that i played was the NES one i never saw the, the arcade one and okay. from what i'm reading it was released on several um platforms after all and yeah, I think you're right. Uh, it says that in 2009, a mobile version was released. Akai Yosai. Yeah, here we go. Bam. That's pretty cool. Huh. Um, I think I think I have played that game. I, I should look. I should have looked it up. Oh, well. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Uh, what about you, Shelby? What's a game? All right. So uh, when I was younger and I started reading The Hobbit, mm-hmm. uh. This was also around the time that uh, we got our PS2. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and lo and behold, it was a Hobbit PS2 game. <laughs> I hear it's not and bad. Oh boy, oh boy, what? I hear it's not that bad. Is it bad? It's it's not bad, but it's also not like the best. When I was a kid, it was definitely the the best thing <laughs> because anything at that point that I could get my hands on that had anything to do with just Tolkien in general, I was like, holy crap, like this is the best. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's kind of like a, it's just like a, a, a regular adventure game. You're just kind of going through these levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some platforming elements to it. Um, a lot of it is is puzzle solving. Um, but yeah, you're just kind of making your way uh, through the story, doing these different uh, gameplay things. And yeah, had a cool uh, they style, had some though, right? great characters. <laughs> it doesn't age well. If you go look at it, like I have it. It it has not aged well. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Everyone's voice is really weird too. Bilbo was very like uh I don't even know how, how I would how I would describe it. it. Almost sounds a bit like a lore master DM kind of thing. Oh really? Like Dungeons he has like a dragon's just kinda of oh. like a bit of a higher pitched voice. Um 
and and Smeagol or Gollum, if you go look at what he looks like, that is not like he looks kind of like a fish man, I guess, <laughs> instead of just kind of like a some kind of humanoid thing that has has the the soul sucked out of him. But uh, yeah, we ate it's, too it's, many taters, precious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. Uh, I can't. I haven't played it recently. Uh, I have. Uh, I was talking about it at work though, and I decided, oh, I'm gonna go watch this playthrough. And it starts out very like, um, you start out in Hobbiton, so you're, you're out and about, and uh, the first thing you have to do is go find some coins, because uh, it's teaching you about the currency of the game at this point. So it's these sil- silver pennies uh, that Bilbo uh, has a hole in his pocket, uh, so he's got to go find them. Uh, and then after you're doing all of these chores and things for the people of Hobbiton, you got to go find the dwarves at the, the Green Dragon Inn. And then you start your adventure. But uh, yeah, hmm. uh, the first level is very, very tutorial-like. Uh, and, and where you learn how to, how to do all the good things to progress through the game. But yeah. It's cool. It's good times, yeah. Okay, so I'm cheating here. I'm, I got okay. a category. Because I noticed oh a pattern um, while playing games. Uh, while going through or reliving or rethinking about these old games and i did the pattern here is so so yeah so i'll go through these these ones and then i'll do honorable mentions at the end and you guys can keep going after of course but so the first these first set of games so i was very specifically into comic books as a kid so the first game i had was the amazing spider-man versus kingpin for the genesis um this was the only genesis game that i owned for a long time at a certain point after I had the Genesis, I I didn't I wouldn't say I fell out of playing like games, but games became secondary to me, secondary to comic books, like comic drawing comics and and all that stuff. Because because guess games were expensive to be honest. I had like a paper out, and my money that I the, the paltry sum you get from that, I was like, hey, I could afford comics, but I couldn't afford games. So I would spend all my money just buying Spider-Man comics for the most part, and thinking about comics and drawing comics. So. So for a little while, for a few years, games were like, I had a Genesis, and that, and that was it. It wasn't until I got a PlayStation that my love of games was, was became a, a roaring fire. But for a while, it was just like a, like a shitty heater in the background. But if I get my hands on a superhero game, that, that would change. So I found this, this at like a uh, pawn shop, probably for like $5 or less. So I was like, oh, I'll buy this. Spider-Man, this is great. They took art from the comic for the cover. I recognize this. Uh, I was bad at this game. I think I got to level two. I don't think I ever got any farther. What's that? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man versus the Kingpin. Oh. And I have a Spider-Man game too. But anyway. That was hard. And I never, (laughs) I never beat it. Uh, Don't have fond memories of it. It was was not great. Uh, The next one on my list was Spider-Man and the X-Men Arcade Revenge. I believe this was on the Super Nintendo and probably the Genesis as well. And I played this game a lot as a kid. And a lot of people I knew owned it, so I would play it at their place too. And again, I never got very far. Like you, could pick, you started the game by picking out which X-Men or Spider-Man or Spider-Man character you wanted to play, and then you would play a level. So all the, I guess, I guess that's kind of cool. Each level is tied to a character. So, so the one it was either Gambit or Wolverine's level that I really hated because the music it was like clown music. I fucking hated it. Can't remember. I can't remember it off the top of my head what it sounded like. So I, I guess that's blissful. But like I used to hate that music. It was so annoying. Game was so hard. I don't like circuses. Arcade, even though he's not, he kind of uses circus shit a little bit in his his uh, his shtick, and yeah, so never never beat that game I, again. These are, I mean, I've rebought all these games. Actually, I don't have the, the Spider-Man versus Kingpin one, but I should, I guess, I should fix that. Next up was Spider-Man and Venom: Maximum Carnage. Now, this game is, does have a special place in my heart. This is a game that I I don't know where I got it from as a kid, but I owned it. It was in a it was in a cool red cart. 
It was very, oh, like, oh, blood red. This is badass. Carnage is super cool. And I actually got pretty far in this game, but I, again, I never beat it. But but it, it's a really hard game. I think LGN, LJN produced it. But uh, um, it had a soundtrack from the band called Green Jelly, which was popular in the 90s. And it was based off the... Green Jelly? Yeah. And it was based off the uh, 14-parter comic series uh, of the same name, Maximum Carnage, which was also in the 90s. The whole game is super 90s. And so, like... Like, comics were weird back then. This is the, the era of pouches and clones and, and, and just hollow foil covers and gimmicks and fads. And so the, the 90s is kind of a bad rep for comics. I mean, I grew up in the 90s and, and grew up with comics then, so I actually kind of have a soft spot for 90s comics. But um, this, this series was just like a... Carnage was popular. Let's let's do a 14-parter about Carnage. And it was just this long comic series where Carnage is going around murdering people and gathering. He, got, he gets like a bunch of groupies and... And Spider-Man teams up with so many superheroes, and and he's he's getting his ribs broken. He has to team up with Venom, and the game used cutscenes from the comic book, so they would just kind of have like some somewhat. They would have take the comic the comic pages and then pixelized them, and then did like some movement. So kind of like the old '60s Marvel cartoon in a way, but like so the cutscenes are pretty cool. And as a kid, I actually didn't have the 14 part because I, I didn't start collecting comics until I'd say like four or five years after that had ended. So finding them wasn't easy. Um, but I, I mean, so eventually I did read them all. But but back then I was like, oh, cool, I have the game, and now I can experience the whole stories. And you know, there was the internet wasn't really a thing, so it wasn't like I could just go and find the comics online. Uh, but yeah, so the gameplay was really fun, and uh, but just hard. Like it, you you had this is the thing. Like it didn't have unlimited continues. So because it didn't have unlimited continues, I just I could not finish the game. I, I don't think I could finish it now. But uh, yes, yeah, it, it was cool. Me and my friend played a lot. Had, I'm pretty sure it had two player. Maybe it didn't. Maybe the second game had two player. The second one was Venom and Spider-Man. So they switched the order because Venom was super popular back then. Uh, Venom and Spider-Man Separation Anxiety, which was like the same engine as as uh, Maximum Carnage. So they reused a lot of the same enemies. It looks very similar. Plays the same. It's called, it's called Separation Anxiety? Yes. So symbiotes are, are I guess, separated uh, or, or something. Oh, okay. I, I, I have, to be like honest, that. I only rented this one. I never actually really got super far in it. But uh, okay. you could play two players at this one, and you get to play Venom right away. And back then, man, when you're when you were a kid in 1995, Venom was shit. Venom was was the coolest. He was like a dark Spider-Man. He had more powers. He was just awesome. I mean, Venom people still love Venom. But uh, the next game was called Spider-Man. So it's called Spider-Man: The Animated Series. But I thought up until like this year that it was called Spider-Man 100 versus One. Because all the ads and comics for it back then was Spider-Man 100 versus 1. And because he had all these enemies in the game. There's not 100 enemies in this game. I don't know why this ad. I don't know how it got embedded in my brain that this was what it was called. But yeah. Anyways, it's the Spider-Man the Animated Series. And uh, it's based off the wonderful 1994 Spider-Man the Animated Series. And uh, again, couldn't get very far. Found it too difficult. Too bad. And the last one of my superhero or last main one of my superhero section is Spider-Man... For PS1. This is a Spider-Man game that a lot of people know because it was a 3D Spider-Man game and it was one that did it really well. It kind of just embraced the comics. There's little cutscenes. You could collect costumes. It was like the, the precursor to the modern Spider-Man games where they're kind of open world. This wasn't open world, but but like it had a lot of those things like collect comic book panels. It was narrated by Stan Lee. It had uh, all these Easter eggs and shit. So so that was a really great game, and I have not played it since, but I've been really meaning to replay it. So maybe actually I might, maybe I'll choose it for a bonus pro episode sometime, because uh, you know it's PS One, pretty easy to get your hands on, and it's not very long. So look forward to that. 
And then a few honorable mentions in that category was The Incredible Hulk for Genesis, Death of Superman for the arcade slash SNES, and Fantastic Four for the PS1. Those games were, were also games I played a lot when I was when I was a child. So there you go. That's my superhero section. I played a lot, I played a lot of superhero games. <laughs> CG, my friend. Yes. So what else have you played? This game, it's actually my BB one hundred list. Oh really? Because I remember remember having such a good time with this game and playing it so much. It's one of the games that I played. Well, when I was a kid, I didn't complete a lot of the games that I played. I don't know why I didn't have an obsession with finishing games back then. So, um, but this game in particular, I would regularly like try to beat the game, like the whole game until the credits, because it was it was so much fun to progress through the game. And it's called Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters. <gasps> Game Boy one? Yeah, this is the Game Boy one. I, the the Ooh. NES one I played it much much later on emulator, but this one I had, and I remember playing it so much. And when I was thinking about it, like when was the the, the last time I played this game? And it must have been, I don't know, like in the mid '90s when I last last played this game. Because you know you pick up new consoles and then um, you just start playing old games, I guess. Um, even though I, I regularly played uh, other games, this one I'm pretty sure I haven't played in, in many, many years. Um, whenever people talk about Metroid and, you know, following a map and exploring and stuff like that, uh, this, this game had two main sections. One was the more, like, platformer kind of game in which you, cho uh, you shoot at enemies. But then you get into like dungeons and in dungeon you you pick up it's a little bit like zelda 2 you pick up uh, a map and then a compass and then uh, the map will light up with the places that you've been and i i never played games like that too much I, I did, i've never played like properly a metroid game but this is what i imagine it would be like this game you have to explore the rooms and then try to find keys and stuff like that so very different from the main game that eh? Quite different, but it's a lot of fun. I want that game. And and it's a lot of fun to progress in this game because you pick up power-ups. So it, in the beginning you have this, this tiny bow with a tiny um, arrow. And the, the arrow it doesn't travel too far. Okay. So you have to pick up, you know, a bigger arrow or a bigger bow that will allow you to, to have like a, a more powerful um, shot or it will allow the... the uh, the arrow to travel much further and then you pick up uh, like wings and armor and then you, this this two circle and diamonds around you that will kill enemies on contact it's pretty cool um by the end you feel like really powerful if you i, I think uh, some of these power-ups are optional so you can get to the to the end with a lot of power-ups so it's a lot like Mega Man x in uh, in a sense i mean i have really good memories that's why i want to mention this one Awesome. Yeah. Shelby. All right. Uh, so it's funny that you're talking about a bunch of Spider-Man games earlier because the, the game that I have is uh, Spider-Man 2. Oh, my. Okay. PS2. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're so young. Jesus. Like, what? <laughs> we're all talking about I kids know. days when I was a kid. I was like 10 when I this know, came out. I know. That's so I was funny. Nine. You're so <laughs> Spider-Man 2. I was nine when this came out. It seems like okay. like I played that game yesterday is what it feels like. I know, I know it's I know. been like 10, 15 years, but like... <laughs> 
Okay. Awesome choice. Play by yeah, I played that. Yeah. Please talk about it. That's great. I was uh, just looking at the uh, at the date. It says it was released on June 28th, 2004. And, um, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so... And you know what's funny though is that what I remember most from this is just doing the dumbest shit, like flying around, getting balloons. Like you can swing, you're swinging around, and there's like kids who lose their balloons, <laughs> so you like gotta go find their balloons, or like people are getting robbed, so you stop them from being robbed. Uh, which is, I guess, it's all stuff that happens after you beat the game, so it's kind of like got, the, like it, it's kind of like an endless, uh, endless game in the sense that you're always gonna have things to do, even though they're all just really small yeah. things. Uh, but some of the things that I remember uh, the uh, the most um, uh, about this game are, uh, I think I, I vaguely remember, uh, like, Mysterio, like, attacking, like, he was in the, the uh, Statue of Liberty, mm -hmm. or he was attacking it, or just something like that. Uh, and I just remember being there and be like, holy crap, you can go to the Statue of Liberty in this game. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, I think Black Cat's in this game. Because I do remember, like, this crazy, like, sexy cutscene. Of her, um, I don't know if you remember that at all. Uh, but I also remember. Uh, I think there was. It was either a bug or maybe it was just like a like set up this way that he kept appearing. But the rhino, uh, he kept appearing for me, and it was just like you'd beat all the stuff, and then he would just show up again. And I'm like, why? Like I thought I was done <laughs> with his missions, kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I remember him. Uh, I remember these weird like UFO things, which I think actually might be. Um, like uh, was that mysterious thing? I can't remember if that's connected to Sounds him or not. Because like it's been it. so long. But like, uh, yeah, there's that. Um, uh, Doctor Octopus is in this game. Oh yeah, that was a fun time. It was based uh, off the second movie, right? Struggling with uh, that boss battle. Uh, but yeah, I don't. The know uh, that game had one of the best uh, web web slinging mechanics. It was really fun. It's trigger-based, right? I think you could upgrade it, too, eventually, couldn't you? I think so. But, like, the way you would shoot the webs, you would anchor them to, to buildings properly, and you would, and they were each web line was kind of uh, relegated to one of the two trigger buttons. Like, a lot of Spider-Man yeah. games just have you holding L1, and you'll just automatically web-sling. But this one will actually let you kind of aim a little bit, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and, yeah. you know, actually feel like some proper-ass web-slinging, and they would, the physics would react properly to where you put your web lines, and you could do some weird shit. I've been meaning to replay that game actually. Maybe we should also consider this for the for a future BB game because I, I really want to to try this game out again. I, I I've never beat it. I borrowed it from a friend when I was yeah. younger because it was at a time where I just didn't have a lot of money. So I was like, oh, I can't not buying this. It was it wasn't yeah. an RPG. So I mean, was I really gonna buy a non RPG <laughs> game? Come on, wasn't even from the 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 land of Nihon. Why would I buy Why would I buy that Spider Man game? So yeah, yeah. but now I, I definitely want to to uh, play that. So. Good choice. Yeah. Also, like, uh, oh no, oh wait, no, it says right here that you can, you get, you earn hero points, uh, which you spend on uh, upgrading like skills, which is cool. So, what was I gonna say? It, it's it almost in that sense. I don't know if you've played uh, like Crackdown. Uh, no. But I just kind of like you know the the um there there's also kind of like an upgradey thing for your for your skills in it uh where you just eventually like jump super high after you've upgraded all of that or like you upgrade your strength to a certain point where you could just like pick up oh that's uh, cool like huge trucks and throw them at people so, um actually right. spider-man's powers don't work that way you can't upgrade their power well, it's a static <laughs> spider-man can bench press 10 tons and if he's if he's lifting anything heavier that doesn't make any sense Okay, well, you can talk to the game devs. About I've already that? wrote them several letters. Okay. <laughs> um, 
yeah so i i remember a big reason why we kept playing after the fact was because we hadn't i don't think we had upgraded uh him all the way so we we're just uh i guess trying to do if that if you upgrade a spider sense high enough he beats the game for you oh shit <laughs> did you become like just ai yeah because yeah. it's spider sense right so he's just, it just you yeah. just watch it and he yeah. and it's pretty great upgrade at spider sense yeah. and the physics like watching people ragdoll in that game <laughs> and also um uh, you can save people uh, from falling off of buildings, but when you get there, they're just kind of hanging on with both hands, and you're like, how did you get into this situation <laughs> in the first place? But yeah, anyway. that's cool. That's what I got. I like it. Um, I will just burn through the other ones real quick because our episode's already at an hour. But um, So Jurassic Park for the Genesis uh, was a game I always wanted to play as a kid, but I, at that point I didn't have a Genesis, or I think that was it, and it was expensive. Um, Mortal Kombat 1 was one of the first fighting games I ever beat. So also Mortal Kombat 2 and Mortal Kombat 3 kind of fit this category as well as games I played a lot as a kid, but that I haven't touched since. Uh, Comics Zone for the Genesis. Man, still I still like the idea of this game. I, I It's dumb. You know, this guy is really cool. I think I've talked about the show before, actually. So see that episode. Uh, Earthworm Jim. That is a good game that I, I need to replay. Earthworm Jim. That uh, I, I just haven't got around to playing it. But I, I'm, other than it being hard, I think it holds up pretty well. And then one of my favorite examples of one I mentioned before is Bonk for the Turbo Graphics. I've mentioned that I played this at a mall multiple times as a kid, and that is still true. So that my past has not been rewritten uh, yet. I still play this game at the mall a lot. Yeah. Oh, and a Ren and Stimpy game for the Genesis. I think it was just called Ren and Stimpy. I think Stimpy's Invention or something. I played that too. Ren and Stimpy's weird, man. I, we could talk about Ren and Stimpy in the future. Weird franchise. Yeah, so those are the rest of my games. How about, how about, how about you guys? You guys got any more? Yes, I have a few. Uh, Seiji, yeah. By all means. I can group them together. Yeah. Um, Do it up. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's, it's funny because these games were released in 1993 and 1994. <laughs> 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 That's when I was 93. Woo! Um, so I mentioned I, I lived in Mexico and, and every weekend... Because I live border every weekend, we'll go to the states to you know shopping or whatever. Um, the highlights of those trips was to go to the arcades because uh, most of the time we'll have like new machines um, every so often, and there were uh, some uh, arcades that I was really really fond of. Um, also, basketball was a lot, was very popular during the nineties because of Michael Jordan and other kinds of players, but mainly because of Michael Jordan. And funnily enough, the game that I'm going to mention, I don't think it has Michael Jordan on it because he's he's. Uh, his image is quite expensive. Um, it's called NBA Jam. And I used to love that game. Uh, it's a very arcadey game uh, in the sense that uh, you could have like really quick fun uh, without the context of story or, or anything like that, which is which is true for most of the arcade games at the time. But this particular game, I, I remember playing a lot and then not playing at all for years. I don't think I've ever played any of the NBA Jam or NBA Jam flavored games in in years, but I remember I played it a lot on uh, on arcades. And another one, which also uh, very much a product of the '90s, it's called uh, Cruise in USA. I don't know if you guys oh, I know that one. mentioned that. It's one of those games where you like, you know, sit on a driver's seat and they has a it has a wheel and has pedals, so it was fun. And this, this I, think I like that game. And it's very also very arcadey. Uh, you don't have to do a lot; you just have to like avoid obstacles there's not a lot of strategy to it i don't think like other types of racing games 
And then the last uh, arcade game that I want to mention also from 1994 is Puzzle Bubble. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that game. Well, I used to love that game. I haven't played Puzzle Bubble. I played. Like, I still play him. I played a lot of like clones and those types of mechanics. But this particular game on arcade, I, I don't think I've, I've seen it in a long, long time. Isn't it also called Buff to Move in North America? I think so. Yeah, I'm, remember... thinking of bubble, I'm thinking of Bubble Bubble. Is that the same? No, Bubble Bubble is like... Uh, oh, okay, I'm missing... I'm like Mario, the original know. Mario Brothers type of game. You know, it's like a one-screen platforming with puzzle mm-hmm. elements. Yeah, but Puzzle Bubble is the one that you should, like, marvel. You're shooting You're shooting uh, colored spheres at a pile of spheres at the top of the screen, right? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was Bubble Bubble as well. Well, anyways, same same franchise though, right? Uh, the same... Still those little lizard dudes? Yeah, the same okay. mascots, yeah. The next case, yeah, it's called Bust a Move over here, or it was for a while. It's called Bust Bust a Move. Yeah, I think it's also known as as, as Bust a Move. Uh, Puzzle Bubble would be the Japanese name, and and I also I've also heard being referred to it as Puzzle Bubble. That's why I chose that name. Uh, but yeah, Bust a Move would also be a synonym for this franchise. Yeah, I guess. Good, good series. Good and stuff. And that's my arcade section. I have one nice. more game that I want to mention, but okay. after you guys will go through your list. I'm done. So, Shelbo, any more? Uh, yeah, just quickly going to mention the uh, first three Ratchet and Clank nice. games uh, for the PS2. Yeah, they're really good. Um, I had uh, gone home a couple weeks ago, and uh, uh, we played, uh, I think it was Going Commando. It was really fun. Um, yeah. Uh, they're good. Just a good series in general. I haven't played any of the newer ones, but they look really cool. Um. I played the newest yeah, one, um, and it was cool. Mention. Didn't finish it, though. I need to get yeah. back to that. Anyway. Cool. Seiji, what's the last one? I mentioned NES, which is what mm-hmm. I played when I was really, really young. Then I mentioned Game Boy, because I played it when I was a little bit older, and I played it, you know, a lot, but in different type of context than arcades. And then this one is a, from a different part of my life, which is when I started getting into uh, computers. I got a computer, and you know, back in the day, uh, you'll see a computer everywhere, right? You, when you go to Walmart or whatever, they'll they'll have computers on display. I don't know if they they do that in the same way as they did back in the '90s, but I remember if I would see like a computer, and uh, you'll see Windows on it. I always run Minesweeper. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know about this game, but it's. Uh, most versions of Windows have had this particular... Minesweeper? Heck yeah. Most versions of Windows have had this game. And when mm-hmm. computers were becoming like an ordinary item, most people, I think, wouldn't play a lot of the games that were packaged um, as games, but rather play the, the ones that came with Windows, uh, with Windows distributions. Uh, play a lot of Sol- uh, Solitaire and like, uh, I remember the, the other name of the the other card game that it has, but I remember I was really intrigued by Minesweeper because I couldn't understand it. So I just, for, for the longest time, I would just open it because I knew it was a game and I just, I liked the idea that it was a game. It was fun clicking in random squares and then just kind of waiting for the mind to pop up. For the longest time, it was, yeah. to me, it was kind of like that, you know, just see how long I could go yeah. without touching a bump. Yeah. Until one day, I don't remember... T- if someone explained to me or just it dawned on me what those numbers meant. And from the moment I I understood what it was, I became obsessed with that game. I will just like, <laughs> play for for hours. Just you know, you know trying yeah. to, to beat it as fast as possible. You know, it had I think uh four modes. 
you have easy, medium, hard, and then custom, where you could just choose the size of your grid. So I, I'll go through easy, medium, hard, whatever, and then I'll choose like really huge maps and we'll just play it for hours. And this is very primitive stuff. So when I actually like got access to other types of games, I just I forgot about Minesweeper. But I was thinking about, you know, games that I played for a, uh, a lot and then I just forgot about them. This this was uh, one of those. And, and a lot of people don't consider these types of games like Solitaire and Minesweeper like proper games. But I think that for for a lot of people, um, this was their gaming. So I don't know. I just wanted to mention it. Interesting. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. We we talked about a lot of games and, and uh, we kept it. I was really short, but we didn't. But hey, that's this is bonus barrel, man. Get used to it. Um, all right. Cool. Well, that's. I mean, that's it for this for this episode. Then I think, guys. Got anything else to mention? Hey, listener, listener, non plural. Uh, you play any of these games when you're younger? What do you think? Do you still like them? Would you play it again? Do you want to be on the show? Drop a line on Twitter or Discord. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Yeah, it's uh, it is I fun. For the last one, but still. Yeah, well, you said you didn't want to talk to him, so no, you got what you wish. No, I, I was the one who invited him. Was, was, was it? Yeah. Then why didn't he show up? Because I'm an asshole. Because <laughs> okay, I went home. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so McCartsClub.org, we're on there, we're on SoundCloud, and uh, Glovecarts Club, it's great, great site, they're not banned anymore, um, yeah, so... Not banned anymore. <laughs> Thank you for listening, uh, this is Rob, and... Shelby! And Sajid. Keep it real. <laughs> Keep it real? Keep it real, man. Keep it real.